You're listening to a Fireside Chats Honestly Juliet crossover episode right here on Open Lines Radio. Follow Hannah on Instagram at Roadside Shaman. Follow Juliet on Instagram at WB Dreamer. And follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Hannah and Juliet. Enjoy! It's August 23rd, 2019, and we're at Hannah's house. <laughs> this is crazy. Pepple of Hey Yoka. You put the hey hey in Hey Yoka. You put the hey hey in Well, I'm wearing the hey I put the okay in the hey yoka. This is okay. 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 This gentleman. Hey hey. I was looking for the buffalo because buffaloes are like my like. That was the first deck I bought. Oh, you have to introduce yourself here on air. We're recording. You don't have to. She's just a guest at the temple. You, you could can be, be a named guest. or unnamed as you like. Pick I'm, a name, any I'm name. On, I'm Buffalo. Hi, I'm Buffalo. Buffalo. Welcome. Welcome to Behind the Temple Veil. <laughs> Behind the Temple Close the veil when you come on in. Thanks, oh buddy. Oh, my gosh. Hi, I'm Honestly Juliet, eating Hannah's Tater Tots. Freaking delicious. Mmm, Burberry Spice. We Anna. were just laughing because the reason why we decided to start recording is because we were doing some, you know, light divination, lunchtime divination, you know, just following the symbological um, uh, trail, so to speak, What whoever kind of popped up or cropped up mm-hmm. in the conversation. And Dragonfly was mentioned a few times, and so I tossed the book to Buffalo and had them read to us the dragonfly entry from Kim Cran's um, Animal Spirit, Wild Unknown Animal Spirit deck. Um, oh, thanks, dear. You're welcome. She's serving me mango on my plate. How hospitable. Um, thanks for cutting the mango. Yes. So, um, and then we had prior to dragonfly just been joking about ants and like different bugs that kids eat when they're or accidentally kill really through different methods or whatever and we talked about how certain people would eat snails growing up or accidentally murder roly polies by collecting them or murder magical creatures by taking away the magic yes sure exactly (laughs) basically how the disillusionment of of um and the displacement of the connection to nature and childhood kind of uh happens pretty abruptly and concretely and we were just sort of talking about that Mm. and uh so when she opened the deck to take a look at it and try to thumb through of course who was right on top fire ant say it with us if you can guess (laughs) fire ant it was fire ant because we were talking about how when you ate ants they're spicy (laughs) they do they do they're a little hot slightly picante yeah so anyways i just thought that that was a funny little synchronistic moment buffalo just handed me the wild unknown animal spirit guidebook open to page buffalo shall i read it sure if you want okay thanks buffalo that's where we're introducing we're introducing them i do believe there's a chickasaw word for buffalo <gasps> oh, oh yeah is it I written know. up at the top is it i can't read it from this far because it's so y-a-n-a-s-h Janusz. yeah Really, 
It's Y-A-N-A-S-H. Yanash. Well, it's more like an uh, Yanush. Yanush? Yeah. It's not Nash? It's not ah. Uh? Yanush. Yeah. Yanush. Yeah. Okay. So, Buffalo. I'm pretty sure, I mean, my pronunciation is pretty shite, but I know it's not Yanash. <laughs> Yanash! Yanash! <laughs> no. You like that buffalo? Yeah, Nash. <laughs> I mean, I can look because, like, in my I have a I'm just actually being silly. I Yanash. have some. Uh, I trust it. Flashcards that have alternate because there's actually two spelling systems yeah. that are commonly used in Chickasaw, mm-hmm. and one of them uses different uh, lettering and and spelling cool. than so yeah. So Yanosh. It's I've seen it spelled with U's before. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. So yeah. it would be Yanush. Oh, Yanush. Or Yun. It's like uh, like uh. Uh. Like U H, like the uh sound. Uh. Like uh. It's kind of not ah. Uh, it is sort of ah, uh, but uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. I don't know, man. Yanush. Yeah. It's just a soft. Soft A's. Yeah. Uh, what? That's uh, what? true, because there's real. Buffaloes really are not that. You know, they're pretty soft, docile creatures. No, they're not. Really? No. They're a thundering herd. There are abundance. They're what we live on and ride and eat and shelter yeah, within. But, but one-on-one, they're pretty docile. They don't really move a lot. You think they do? Yeah, they're big, beasting animals that have to roam to feed themselves. Right. They have huge horns. They're... I still think of buffalo as so soft. You think of them because you think of them like cattle, which are domesticated animals. And cows, cattle, bovines, are not the same as wild buffalo that roam the prairies. They just have a completely different demeanor. I need to commune with this. Yeah, they've been been bred for, for So they still have they still have their their own beingness. They're not catalyzed. I mean, if you think about like think of so I mean I'm not going to say they don't have gentleness. I'm mm-hmm. just saying I would be way more cautious around a gir- um, a buffalo than a Guernsey or a Jersey or a Holstein. It's not cow energy, even though we think of them like that because we eat buffalo burgers and there's like buffalo wild wings. The energy of the buffalo as an animal, especially as it relates to yeah. our our indigeneity, you know, in relationship mm-hmm. with them, which we don't really have that in, in our tribe. We yeah, don't we have, really don't. Um, well, there are tribes that still do have that relationship, but they're just in a whole other part of the country than yeah. ours. And so... Yeah. The only buffalo I know of out here are in Catalina. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And again, those, I think, are more along the lines of domesticated. Yeah, of so I've never met a wild being buffalo. Being trapped and related to with humans frequently. Yeah. They're, 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 I may not have even have ever seen video of a wild buffalo now that I think about I've it. Seen That's, wild well, I mean, and if you think about them? like buffaloes that aren't in this continent, if you yeah. think about globally, if you think about water buffalo, right. they are one of the most destructive creatures in as far as relationship to mankind they have direct interactions cause death and destruction they're like on the level of hippopotamus as far as how many interactions they cause because of accidents on the road and because of attacking people you know stampedes or charging like it just they can be quite aggressive in the way that they intersect with exactly they're very large animal and so even an accidental interaction can end very badly for the human 
Powerful. Very powerful. All yes. right, Buffalo. Buffalo is a very powerful, powerful, this powerful is energy. A not, grand introduction not, to you. Not docile. When you said docile, I went, What you talking about, Willis? Yeah. <laughs> I just looked at your face and I went, So what now? I don't know like, what I don't know. I mean, yeah. so like. I'm learning. They're cud chewers. Mm-hmm. You know, they have seasons of rest. Yeah. But in their nature. They are wild roaming beasts. They are hordes that consume and fertilize behind them. They stir up the earth so that it's easier to um, grow behind, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, they are, they move the earth, you know? The way that beavers can move the rivers, they move, those herds move the earth. Freaking beautiful. Yeah. God, you paint it really well. Thank you for teaching yeah, me that. I, I know, love it. I know a lot about buffalo because I visit South Dakota for my grandparents. Mm-hmm. And I've seen wild buffalo many times. And, mm-hmm. like, they're called Tatanka for, like, the, the Lakota Indians. Right, and yeah. Like, yeah, so that's, that's how important. I know of them. Yeah. And I was, like, always, like... Isn't there, like, a strength there? Like, a real... Like, a sense of power more than anything. Yeah, they're like a god to right. the tribe. Yeah. They were hunted and, like, almost brought to extinction a while back. And well, because they had uh, bounties. So that way, yeah. They knew that they were the food source for the Native American tribes, and so the U.S. government put bounties out for buffalo heads, and so they would just kill millions upon millions upon millions yeah. of buffalo solely to drive them to the reservation to force them to take the government cheese or whatever, you know, or... Like rats in a maze. Yeah, basically. Um, I that's mean, not really, really, but sort of. I don't know. I mean... No, but you know what I'm saying. That's right. how the treatment it, the metaphor, was. The metaphors yeah. all kind of fall apart when you just try to... Because it's hard to confront the reality without going metaphorical because it's so awful. It's so awful. If you just think, they, they killed a whole species just so that they couldn't kill us directly. Right, right. Like, it would have been more gracious to the animal kingdom to just line everybody up and gas chamber them like Hitler. Yeah. But instead, they killed an entire species almost in order to wipe out part of their brethren. That is why mankind is desecration to this globe. Because we hate each other so much, we kill everyone else. That's insane. It's disgusting. So for that, we say sorry to Buffalo. Want to hear about Buffalo in the book? Yeah, let's hear what Buffalo is, according to Kim Kranz. Yanush, Buffalo, grounded yet heavenly, practical yet spiritual. The hooves of the mighty Buffalo are grounded in the earth, yet it's or it, I'm sorry, yet its heart and mind rise toward heaven. The buffalo sees challenge, hardship, or a bump in the road as an opportunity for upliftment. Therefore, the buffalo does not fear death, illness, or misfortune. Its gentle eyes look to the road ahead, trusting every turn. May we all experience this elusive, yet life-changing bliss from time to time, And may we allow this card to remind us that life is a precious gift. When in balance, buffalo medicine is trusting, pure presence. When out of balance, buffalo is restless and lacks gratitude. To bring into balance, buffalo needs prayer and bhakti. Yeah. Thank you, Kim Cronin.
for the wild unknown. Yeah, so the other thing about buffalo with Chickasaws is we put the skull on top of the pole for a stickball. Um, they used to, and I mean still sometimes do, use a garfish as a symbol, um, which I don't know, do you know what a garfish is? Mm-mm. A garfish is kind of like a giant river barracuda, a crocodile thingy. Oh, yeah. It's like a huge fish. They can get quite large, like literally alligator sized. And they have a long snout with lots of teeth. Mm-hmm. They look kind of terrifying, actually. But because they're so sizable, they were, I think, a pretty important food source for them. And so um, <coughs> there's a lot of um, references to them in, in art and in mythology. And I don't even know hardly any of the stories We're myself. Just tapping into but them. I know, yeah, I mean, I'm just starting my own journey of education with a lot of these stories, you know, with books and mm-hmm. whatever they can put online that I can find I'm sort of I'm swallowing it all as quickly as I possibly can you know trying to mm-hmm. replace the brothers grim in my consciousness you know yeah. um or the abrahamic tales but a lot of, there's a lot of parallels because the stories and the characters are um well, you know, it's Very all the same story. Yeah. One it's humanity. All, it's all, yeah, it's all the same story over and over again. It's all, you know, brothers fighting and, lovers, and, Abel. and lovers making love and yeah. people betraying people and wars and, you know, restoration. It's all the same stories, just different details. So anyways, they mm-hmm. put the garfish on top of the um, pole. pole. And then um, I think probably <coughs> later in in their, you know, mm-hmm. usage, or perhaps just in certain locations or situations, yeah. they started using the buffalo skull. So, um, yeah, it's definitely an important relationship that our tribe had, but mm-hmm. I think that its importance uh, perhaps grew later into their development because of displacement to be honest because they used to be much more intimately related with the river they were more of like a a riverside tribe yeah they really controlled the mississippi they had a very intimate like i think of their relationship with the mississippi as very similar to what the egyptians had with the nile they built around them Mm -hmm. they built mounds Mm -hmm. around them actually um, right and, for their kachinas and to they control up. they controlled them for irrigation mm-hmm. they controlled them for ferrying mm-hmm. they controlled them for military strategic reasons you know and so um once we were displaced from along the mississippi and moved to oklahoma well then it made a lot more sense to do those kind of Right. Prairie time, prairie space. Because you had prairie you know, spirits with you. You didn't have the river. Well, we had some rivers, but it was just a different... Uh, oh, well, yeah. I don't know how far north garfish swim. I should check. Yeah, we don't know if they swim through Tulsa. They might. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There's still water there. Yeah. Or should I say moving water there? Yeah. That's how it. Yeah, so anyways, this is definitely a strong day. We're getting a lot of information. It was a strong day for you. Did, did you see that your, it's one of your sickle days, the white wind day? I believe white it. electric wind. Which oh, I anytime know. Anytime we have an electric tone, I think of you. It's How's kin, my hair doing? Kin, it's great. Kin42, <laughs> hi. 
Hi, I've Rainbow. Been wait, I've been waiting for that one for a while. Hi, Rainbow. It's a dolly, which means it's the first day of the heptad, mm-hmm. and it means that uh, it's half moon in Gemini today Ooh-ooh. at 2.58 p.m., cool. so we're about... Um, two hours out, maybe? Yeah. Excuse me, hiccups. We're about two hours away... Oh, thanks, honey. Mm-hmm. We're about two hours away from Gemini, so... So does that mean we're in Cancer right now? No, still in Taurus, Taurus for okay. a little bit. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this is the first day yeah. of the next lunation, you know, the oh, right. on the galactic calendar. The moon, right. So you know how, like, we use the, this, the, uh-huh. this is what the kin numbers are from. Yeah. And Angie was asking me to explain the calendar. She's like... What do you guys do? Angie did you, from Between Blue Yeah, Worlds? did you listen? She was talking about us the other day. I've got to get, you know what, people? I have to pay my Apple bill so I can get my apps back. That's okay. I'm in jail as a debtor to Anyways, Apple. look. So Go ahead. Yesterday yeah. was the last. <clears throat> I'm just going to show you the visual. So, like, yesterday was the last day of the month, uh-huh. technically, of this magnetic moon, mm-hmm. right? So this was magnetic bat moon of purpose. The theme question was... Um, what is my purpose? Okay, so this month is the lunar scorpion moon of challenge. What? Okay. So it's saying, what is my challenge? I'm a Scorpio. Good. I know you're a Scorpio. You're Scorpio? Cool. I have three Scorpio placements in my chart. Oh, cool. I have three Cancer placements and three Scorpio placements because, you know, the universe thinks it's hilarious to do that to a human sometimes, I guess. <laughs> why would you do Why would you do that to someone? If I was passing out cards, I would have left Reshuffle. <laughs> Reshuffle that. Ask like, your mother why like, she birthed you on that day. It's my fault. It's your fault? I guess. It's both the baby and the mom work together. I mean, it wasn't an induction. Your mother's a Scorpio as well? No, she isn't. Oh, She's a Capricorn. She, I thought she had a lot of... Oh, she had, You're the one with a Scorpio in your chart. I have a ton of Scorpio in my chart. Does your mother have... I haven't run her whole chart in a long time, but I know that she's a Capricorn, and I don't know what else, because I haven't, because I don't know what time for sure she was born. When they're old like that, you can't tell. (laughs) You just ask them. No? She doesn't know? They don't often know, or they don't remember, or they're wrong, so it doesn't Uh, matter, so I just go by the day. You could rectify her chart, too. No. No. Understood. I mean, yes, that is something that could be done by some people somewhere, if they cared to follow Western astrology that carefully yeah i'm not super into that yeah like i just i see how capricorn she is yeah and i feel like she's just optimized her capricornianness because she's a father energy but she's a woman she's so i'm like amazing powerful energy your mama right oh bobby She's, she's got huge parental masculine energy but she's driving a feminine body that birthed five children yeah so i'm like she nailed it. That's Capricorn. Totally like five of Pentacles. It. She did it. Like She's what else you do? Like <laughs> six of Pentacles, I guess, is the only place to go from there. Which she probably your got mom wilds me in so many ways. She's really rad. I'm sorry to bring her in again. But, um, we're talking about Scorpios, not about Bobby. Right. No. Well, it is Scorpion <laughs> Moon. Yes. What is my challenge? Um. Hi, Bobby. And this is the first day. Does your mom listen to podcasts? Oh, doubtful. Okay. I mean, we could say hi on the off chance that she might listen to it at some point, but it would be very doubtful. 
Hi, Bobby. Um, she'd be like, ain't nobody got time for that. I know, Bobby ain't got time for us. Nonsense. Well, she's just, she's a reader. She likes to read, yeah. so. She does the, she listens to music or she plays like Planet Earth videos or, oh, oh, old like Law and Order reruns. Dum dum. Mm. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, right? Order. You gotta love that, right? Uh-uh. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's, that is the basic <laughs> gist of the day. It's the first day, um, Half Moon and Gemini, White Electric Wind, Kin 42. Do you want the mantra or yeah. the affir- affirmation, I Give should say? Give it to me, baby. So the affirmation for Kin 42, White Electric Wind, is we activate in order to communicate. Bonding awareness, we seal the input of spirit with the electric tone of service. We be guided by the power of death. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Feels very scorpionic. Yeah, totally. I mean, the this thing is appropriately named. It says a synchronometer. Like, it doesn't even call <gasps> itself show, a calendar. Sure. The, it new, the new update does that. Oh, it tells you when it's spam? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's rad. Okay, so maybe Permission that's why my phone ignore. is always yelling at me to do an update and I haven't done it. Oh, it's one eleven. Yay. Okay, so like this thing, make a wish. this thing is totally appropriately entitled. It doesn't say calendar on it anywhere because it's it? not what it is. It says 13 moon piece synchronometer. So in other words, it literally attunes us to the lunar rhythms using keyword ac- activations and affirmations to attune us to like that rainbow bridge, unity consciousness, higher whatever, you know, positive attunement. Right? And it gets everybody kind of like on the same page. Mm-hmm. It synchronizes everybody. Mm-hmm. And so if they have those points of agreement, we can bring in more points of agreement and more points of agreement and more points of agreement. And so like while I agree mm-hmm. that this is not a perfect day counting system for me personally, I also agree that it has a way huge fuck ton more positive features to it than the Gregorian calendar. Oh, yeah. And so that's what I'm using it for. I'm replacing this for my Gregorian calendar, Mm -hmm. and then I am still working on my personal day count. My personal day count is a thing that's growing. It is evolving. I considered beginning it today Uh because it was Kin 42, Yeah. and my brain just went, screech, no. Like, it's totally an indicator of what kind of alignment can happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Starting in, on a new lunation, starting it on a half moon, starting it when it, when the moon is in a phase that's beneficial for me for crafting, like Gemini or mm-hmm. Cancer, you know, something that's good for my building, right? Virgo. There are certain lunations where I do better craft work mm-hmm. than others, or at least building outward. There's always work to be done in any lunation or in any lunar phase. Is this more of a rebuild phase then? I think that it's just something that it it's an acknowledgement that it is a huge creative process yeah. to just begin the day. Yeah. And I'm already in the middle of a huge creative process. And it was like, you got to fish or cut bait here. Yeah. My yeah. system went, you can't do both of these at the same time. Like, what do you pay attention to? And it was, like, a really interesting thing to go, like, I'm super excited about this. It totally needs to be done. It could start today. And I bet if you kind of wink sideways through your eye and pay attention to it, you'll see how, like, it lines up. So yeah. that when you do start it, you'll backtrack it and go, totally makes sense. Could have lined up. Could have started it that yep. day. 
you know. So I expect that. But I also expect that it's going to be an entire Zulkin from now. Right. Or an entire lap from now. Right. Because at least the second draft needs to be complete of Chickasaw Tarot. If not all the way through the project before I truthfully begin the day count. I love that you're bringing back indigenous wisdom into the Tarot. Especially since the tarot, the first tarot that we were all introduced to in the United States was drawn by an indigenous woman. I mean, wonderful. Yeah. I'm just trying to get my bearings. Or was it drawn by an indigenous woman? Maybe I'm super wrong. I don't know that. enough about tarot history yeah. to fact check you on that one, so I'm just staring Let's at you Let's delete that one, because I don't know for sure. We'll put it in the, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know I'm it happy to. It might be just conjecture. Edit stuff if you want. I, uh, yeah. I have finally figured out those tools pretty well. Every once in a while I get a glitch or a hitch yeah. or whatever, but I don't know, man. I I've got this whole, out. like, blank page here because I did some interesting art on the left side, and I don't know what to do with it now. Mm-hmm. It won't matter. You'll know. Yeah. I know. Your, your body's just telling you to take a break. I know. do 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 Sunshine again, and I just keep telling him, You can't, you can't, you literally must not delete it. Can't, sorry, it. it just it has all this really bad stuff with Native American like mm-hmm. iconography. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, they have a chief that like puts his hand up and says, How that kind of thing. <laughs> it was my first job, technical, like my actual job that I was given a like an official job on mm-hmm. a production was painting the Indian stripes on the little braves and the chief. Like I got to do their bastardization s- of cultural adornment. Yeah. Was your first I did job. cultural appropriation oh. in the white man's theater. <laughs> oh. Thanks dad. And, and, and again, what, but what? they didn't know. We didn't know. Did you even know you guys were in <coughs> at that point? Yeah. Yeah. No, we always knew the, so the deal with that is yeah. my, my grandpa of course told us, but he was very afraid and ashamed because it was illegal to be off the res back then. When he left, he left. It was wait. He it was left illegal at not, to be off the reservation. You couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't like until like the sixties or seventies. What? You had to have like papers and passes and shit. What the hell? I mean, like you. That's know, an internment camp. Hi, Julia. Welcome to America. I know, but I hey, I got here in nineteen seventy, and I don't. I, I didn't know. read that. Right. So it was illegal to educate autistics until 1978 in the school system. You couldn't send them to school. So I, you know, there's that. 
random facts. How did we make it through Jesus? Because they didn't know that we were, because we're girls. Because we're girls, yay, breasts. Yeah, girls. girls don't, they don't follow the presentation as expected. So, uh, anyways, yeah, America sucks. Did you not notice? I'm sorry. To break it to you, I figured it out in 10th grade in Mr. Ralston's history class. Oh, yeah. I was at my little silent protest in Catholic school where I wouldn't keep both feet on the ground while doing Pledge of Allegiance. I put one foot up. That's your version of taking (laughs) me? What, Buffalo? During the the Pledge of Allegiance, I'd never say it, and my teacher would get mad at me. Same. I'd never say it. I was like, I don't have to say it. I would put my hand on my heart. And move my lips, but they weren't I would the say because I like to say stuff, and I was chatty, and I like to say a long thing. And I actually, like, I used to consider myself to be a pretty patriotic person yeah. because I believed in the whole idea of, you know, loyalty to nation as, like, a way to be safe in general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people fall for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That whole idea of, like, if we're cool and they're not, us being in here cool by ourselves keeps us safer. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. It's like mm-hmm. a gated community. You know? Right. Perverts live in gated communities. Right. Did you know? Most sure. of them. Most of them? Sure, why not? Chock full of Megan's Law dots. Wow. Because they can only live with their parents again. Yeah. Who all live in nice neighborhoods. <laughs> May I have some water? Oh, absolutes. Thank you. Here, I'll get it. Oh, you're going to get it. All right. She knows that it'll take me longer to pop up. She's very, she pops like popcorn. I'm very rickety and take like many grunting minutes to like extricate myself from the couch. I understand a little bit of that. (laughs) Yeah. You have a rickety body? Yep. Mm -hmm. Here you go, honey. Thank you. You're welcome. It's not bad. Right. No, but I can understand how you understand at your age, mm-hmm. what I mean by grunting to get places. Yep. <laughs> you get it. Happens to everyone. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. I don't even know what we were talking so about. you do enough fluids. You need a refill? No, I'm full. Okay. I don't remember what we were saying, though, before the... Uh... Oh, patriotical. Right, yeah. I have been very... I think... I felt... Loyalty to the nation, I think mostly because it was celebrated in such proximity to my birthday. Mm-hmm. And so to your I think, birth. Yeah. So like, oh, to my actual birth. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, I'm bicentennial baby. So because of that, I think I sort of mixed the two together somehow mm-hmm. or whatever. And I mean, once... I really started paying attention, not just to American history, because yeah. like, for me, I want to move on. I want to forgive people. I want to believe right, that they're better than they are. Right? So like, I kind of was putting a lot of it in the like, oh, it used to be awful box, but mm-hmm. now it's better mm-hmm. because of privilege, because of my own personal narrow perspective of life and thinking like, but we're taking care of people better now, right? And then I learned that, like, you know, Navajo Nation doesn't have water or electricity. It never did. And mm-hmm. it's, like, the size of three states. Mm-hmm. It's, like, literally the size of Vermont, Massachusetts, and Connecticut, I think, oh, put yeah. together. Yeah. Or whatever. Or Vermont, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. Probably like I don't know. Rhode, it's, like, three colonies together. It's, like, ten together. Rhode Islands. Yeah. Right. If you put three colonies together, that's the Navajo Nation. And there <laughs> are huge sections of it that don't have water, running water or electricity. Right. And they keep it that way on purpose. Yeah. I mean, the government, not... Mm-hmm. The Navajo Nation. Mm-hmm. The Dine. As they prefer to mm-hmm. be called, I believe. I mean, that's what they call themselves at any rate. 
So if we can pronounce it, we should try to. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm burping a little bit. I'm having some... Release it. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff and things. Yeah, so um, America is like that Childish Gambino video. Straight up. Just some guy playing a guitar and they get booted yeah. to the head. Yeah. Gas bagged. Tagged, yeah. bagged and tagged and dragged away. That's America, unfortunately. And so, like, yeah, there is great opportunity here, but, you know, it feels a ver- very much It's not much for everyone. Like it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not, it, it's totally based off of random privilege assignment. It's like winning the lottery or losing it, depending on yeah. what zip code you're born into. Or what color you are. That too. Or what, yeah, gosh, I mean, what's the litmus this week? It just feels like a moving variable you can't chase down. You either right. are or you are not. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody's saying all this stuff about, you know, more climate change, more this and that, more, you know, political action needed. And, like, I feel like the bigger the world's global problems get, the more I feel like we need to focus hyper locally. Yeah, I feel the same way. Absolutely. It feels like that's what's needed. I mean, I was going to buy water mm-hmm. at the convenience store and I see all these brands that I'm like striking against corporately. Yeah. And I'm like I literally can't buy water here, right? And so then I think, okay, there's this weird volcanic Hawaiian water that's like a dollar more. But it has minerals. And yeah. I'm like, okay, it's still in a plastic bottle. But, like, yeah. I'm doing that weird algorithm of, like, plastic or minerals. Right. Or a dollar cheaper or a dollar extra. Right. Or, like, it was here or it had to fly across the country and use gas to get here. Like, those kind of, like, yeah. questions. And I just literally am thirsty. Humans aren't designed to run these kind of algorithms in our head. Right. Of propriety. Not propriety. What is it? Um, uh whether or not something's appropriate. Right. Like, we should be able to lick the water and know, is this safe to, for me to drink? Great, I'm going to drink right, it. Right. We shouldn't have to think, am I feeding Nestle's corporate monstrosity? Right. Am I burning down the Amazon? Yeah. You know, so am I diddling that. kids? Why or is the Amazon burning down? Bolsonaro. They want more beef. Because for a long time, beef yeah. was a special food for feasting and for rich people. Mm-hmm. And they would eat it in decadence in front of people who couldn't afford to eat it in decadence. So then they were grown to expect it culturally, like we were. And wow. now they're addicted to beef, even more than Americans. And they want their beef. They want their real beef. And while Americans are starting to shift away from beef and using things like chicken and poultry and fish and also meat substitutes like Beyond Beef and Impossible mm-hmm. Burger, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in places like... Brazil and Argentina, you know, in South America, basically, the appetite for beef is growing exponentially. Wow. So, basically, they're clear-cutting Brazil to grow beef for Argentina is logistically what's happening. The big beef industries that want the dollars are burning down the lungs of our planet to grow cheeseburgers for Argentinians. Wow. 
So that's basically what's happening. And they can say, oh, it's because of climate change or, oh, it's because of the dry season and there's always wildfires. Well, I guess if you look at the satellite data and the charts and stuff, it's something like 84 to 88% above norms. Um, and wow. until like yesterday or today, Bolsonaro was doing exactly dick about it. I guess he finally got enough social pressure or they burned enough that they actually wanted to stop from burning down the entire country that he called in the world's largest water tanker to start going to work. But in the meantime, all of the indigenous people who can stand on their ownership of a certain territory, if they burn it down, they can't claim ownership of it. <gasps> and so the whole point of burning it no. is so that they can't indigenous claim... displacement. Exactly. So that they can't claim, you know, to have any kind of right. relationship with it because they can't stay there. Because right. they can't eat there. So they get displaced. And so then they can't keep it safe. The farmers and the ranchers move in and that's how that's how it happens that's how it happened here that's how it happens everywhere around the planet colonial pressures and capitalism eat our planet with zero concern of our health or well-being they are only looking for dollars regardless of consequence they want dollars now dollars now dollars now dollars now they have no long-term plan Anyways, do you want to hear what I wrote for the card today? Yes, Even though please. I didn't draw an extra picture yet. Mm -hmm. So this is Hanali Lokvi, Six of Earth. Means the moon in Taurus, which is funny because the moon was in Taurus yesterday and the first part of today. It actually still is now for another... For another... Oh, 133. Another... 93 minutes. No. 33 minutes? Crap. What time is it? 1.33. So 2.33. So, yeah, like 93 minutes, I think. Something like that. 95 minutes? I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's still Taurus. What time are you Taurus. looking at? The card is Moon in Taurus, and it's Moon in Taurus today, so I'm just laughing at the same Yeah, at what time? Like, right now it's 1.33, and it turns into Moon in Gemini at 2.58. So, so we, 8 take away 3 is a 5. Right. 5 take away 3 is 2. So it would be an hour and 28 minutes, right? Or 25 minutes. Tw Sorry, 25 minutes, yeah. I think. Sounds ish. We can just say ish, ish and you're ish. safe. Or I know, ish is safe. Okay. Bring in the ish. But the point is it still is moon and Taurus right now. So this is to do with charity, generosity, sharing, abundance, success, prosperity, fertility, growth, and recovery. Keywords, double yoked eggs unexpected returns on investments, compassion, gleaning, valorized waste streams, catching a fish with a bunch of other fresh fish in its belly, share from abundance lest the harvest be spoilt for all, row coated thick on a sturgeon's belly, throw it back if you don't have salt to save the eggs, let them swim free. That's the energy of Six of Pentacles. I like the double yolks. Twinsies. Yeah, double yolk eggs. I keep thinking about Soraya the Great with that one. Yeah. Whenever I think of double yolk eggs, I think of them. And this is in their journal. This is That's in, right. This is in their journal. Thanks, Soraya the Great. Yay.
Beautiful. So, yeah. What is the challenge? The challenge is... That's what we should ask. We should ask, what is the challenge? May I use this? The pen? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Do you need paper or you have something? Oh, no. You've got... Check. Okay. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Let's see. I'm going to BRB. Yeah. You keep going. You BRB. I'm going to be right here. I'm doing some... I think I'm gonna pull cards. Oh yay! I think so. Oh, you're like oh yay! I love it. I was just <laughs> thinking that too. Yeah. Well, I just um. I try. I was gonna just stick with the animal cards, but now I feel like um. Tara wants to have a word with us. I I feel like um. There's a good four card reading about the like the challenge and the obstacle and the yeah what is it called um is it in this one or in the other one well there's past present future but that's not really what I was looking for I think it's the is it in this one <gasps> I think it might be in this one oh here you know what. This is what we should do. We should put the chartreuse out. Oh, whoa. There we go. What does that do? It's just mm, shield color and totem color. It makes me happy. and. Yeah, I like it it's a nice. lot. It's a really pretty color. Yeah, it's definitely important color this season, especially. For me, it's important every season, but in this season in particular, I've been noticing a lot of people communing with it. So, okay, definitely. And then when I know what kind of reading I'm doing, then I'll know where to place them. I'm paying attention. I'm just like... Oh, you don't have to pay attention, sweetie. You, oh, I you'll notice I what's to. important to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really do I believe do. in that. Me too. My thumbs are ouchy as all get out today. And I'm super tired of it. But they'll feel better soon, I promise. Oh boy, there. You tried to hop out earlier, and I tucked you back in. You must have wanted to get out. All right, fine. Oh, I love trees. Oh, good. Ah! Ha! Ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Oh, jeez, that went close to my eyes. <laughs> what does that... Those are pentacles, it's and that's six, six of pentacles! pentacles. I'm going to do that in a chirp dance. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell is what the hell? It's Hello. We have Emperor, the Empress, and Temperance. <laughs> We're in rhymes in the Six of Pentacles. I love psychic humor. Continue. <laughs> I just think that my personal divination guide has a really good sense of humor because they always pull hilarious cards for me. Is okay. this still on? So, first yeah, of all, first of all, I just want to say, yeah. once again, the hell is up with me, and I always pull the Major Arcana. You always do. Every time, Juliet. doesn't matter how many readings I do. It doesn't matter how many cards are in the reading. 
You're just major. Always majority major arcana. You're super, this is comfy. Can I sit like this? Is that all right? Whatever you want to do. Truman, like, has destroyed that couch. It's not even a couch anymore. It's like. It's snuggle nap zone. It's an art piece. Yep. I love Um, this art piece. I, I really, look. Major arcana. As you start to work with cards, you'll notice. What is this you're pulling out? What is this? Just more stuff and things. I mean, what do you mean? Stuff and things? But what are those stuff and things? So, um, I was thinking maybe in this booklet might be the reading that I was looking for. So I was checking to see if it was. So. Oh, they're booklets. It's a package of booklets. It's a, no, it's stuff and things. Like, there's a post-it thingy. This is the um, spirit cloth and the little booklet thingy majigger. Cool. And then this one is my Chickasaw. There's my pencils! Dude, I've been looking for these everywhere! Woohoo! I was seriously looking for this little owl pouch. It has all my cool pencils and my little skinny Sharpies. I was looking for, I was looking for this pink one. Happy Dang, have it. <laughs> I've been looking. And there's all my days of the week pencils. Oh, I've been looking for this pouch for like two weeks. It's back. I looked in that basket ten times. I know. I didn't realize it was in the basket, but it was hidden inside. It was a pouch within a pouch. I shouldn't have done that. Pouch within safe, a pouch. Safe places. Portals I put it in within a, safe a portal. Spot. It always does that to me. So anyways, yes. Um, I guess that's why I needed to know what was in there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really me. It was you. So then this is it, because this is what I was looking at. This is the one I was picturing. What's on that? It says, that... issue at hand. And it says, is it, pos- it is possible to avoid the issue at hand for a lifetime. Events, relationships, and everyday details come and go, concealing the center. The spread is the lifting of the veil. If there is an elephant in the room, I've been dealing with Ganesh for weeks now. Yeah. We have Ganesh um, on the bedroom wall. Yeah, you will find it in card one. Uh, it is up to you to determine how cards two to four relate and contribute to the issue at hand. Only you can discern if they represent a helping or hindering force. So, I'm just like really feeling personally like that would happen. Because that feels more appropriate to me. This feels like an issue, and these feel like forces. Okay. So. What's the issue? Elephant in the room? Ganesh? It is today, because that's what I'm saying. Like, today's half moon, so if we're talking mm-hmm. about entering Virgo season, today's yeah. the beginning of Virgo season, right? Yeah. And this is about harvest, sharing from abundance. Mm-hmm. So if I were to consider the message of this card, yeah. which I've been contemplating already for the more abundance. than 24 abundance. hours. Yeah. yeah, this message of Hanali Lokfi, the six of earth, the six of pentacles, is something that I've already been in contemplation for over for more than 24 hours pretty intently, right? So then these three other elements are all at play with that. So... <laughs> we have the emperor, we have the empress, and we have temperance, right? So I really feel like it is about spiritual authority, yeah. personal autonomy, yeah. manifestation, knowing what is yours, what is not yours, 
it, it, Virgo. Maintain it your like, space. This is yeah. the iconic Virgo, Virgo upon Virgo. It's like Virgo squared. I love my Virgos. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's read what Kim has to say about Six of Pentacles, cause, or Six of Earth, because we already mi read mine about the um, fish with the other fish in the belly. Isn't that a nice image? Yeah. Is it okay if I sit like this? Any way you want to make yourself comfortable. There's also a bunch more cushions trooming through them. They're behind, see, right behind the couch back there? There's a bunch more. So help yourself to anything. It's super cozy. Here you go. Yeah, Thank make you. a nest. It's great. We love nests. We do love nests in this house. So this is about prosperity, growth, and generosity. The Six of Pentacles indicates your long-awaited fruits are ready for harvesting, bringing more wealth than anticipated. Make sure you are generous during this bountiful time. This card can also signify generosity coming from someone else. If this is the case, accept the help with grace and put the resources to good use. So yeah, this is totally about abundance mindset and how do we get everybody to feel an abundance mindset even though the resources are sort of quarantined? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So, emperor and empress, emperor and empress have the ability to send resources. They're connected. Their yeah. root network, yeah. the mycelium, they're yep. tied together. No matter yeah. where they stand in the land, they're in communion and fellowship and planning together. Yes. Their resilience supports one another. Yes. When a tree, it is a physical reality, yeah. it's a biological truth mm -hmm. that when one tree gets sick or weakened or needs water, the other trees sense it and send those resources to it. Okay? They really are that symbiotic creatures. That's really how trees work. That's really how plants are. That's really how humans could be if we chose to be. It's how we are sometimes in certain spaces, in certain ways of communing with nature. We're able to be that symbiotic, where when we sense the need of a creature next to us, we send them resources instead of knocking them out and eating them like a lion. Because while we do engage in predation, I don't think that that's our preferred operating style i feel like we are more like carrion animals mm -hmm. i think humans started eating meat because it was an accidental thing a coincidental thing certainly something of necessity and then once it became something of necessity we be, we turned it into something that was an always time necessity so just a occasional yeah like based off of certain circumstances we turned it into something that we need all the time. Yeah. And the truth is that we don't. We don't have to be predators. We can eat less, drink less, wear less, make less, take less, you know. And in that way, by using less, we can share more with others. So, you know, even if it's bites of an ice cream cone shared with your sibling, like just getting that mindset is what's important, is realizing there's always enough to go around if we learn to share because sometimes um this this is the image that comes to mind and maybe it'll make sense to some people maybe it won't but like when i was a kid i used to collect stickers mm -hmm. like yeah. i love them yeah, so more than like people were they scratch and sniff 
and I, I, those weren't really my bag, but like I loved all the glitter ones and the hologram ones and the sure. prismatic ones yeah. and the lenticular ones and the foamy ones and the really big ones that moved and the little teeny tiny repetitive ones. Yep. And like every sticker, like Lisa Frank stickers. Lisa like, Frank. I mean, yeah, I was a child of the 80s, so like, of course. I know. I all, all of those stickers that I collected and hoarded and saved mm-hmm. and didn't stick on anything just kept them in their little booklet of packets of like savedness oh wow you never eventually stuck them on anything? no I mean some of them I did use but like they're my most favorite special ones that I loved the most and I saved for special yeah. occasions and didn't stick on anything eventually lost their stickiness oh, do you know what I mean yeah by saving them I wasted them sure. or I used them in a way where off label use they <laughs> had to well they just they had they weren't used the way that they were designed they That's were designed to be peeled uses. off of it and stuck onto something for uh for um uh decoration you know an adornment and instead of adornment it was still in the package unopened you know it was collected and gathered but never used mm-hmm. it was gathered but never used. It was yeah. preserved and protected, but never utilized. So I possessed it, but I never blessed anything with it. And so it was fun for me to have, but it didn't bless anyone. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. But you got so much joy out of just. I got joy out of owning it, but what I'm saying is. The joy maybe could have duplicated or expanded or grown had I shared it and kind of put it into practice, you know, as it was supposed to be. Either by giving somebody a strip of stickers that I had 10 of, you know, or sticking on some of the ones that were saved for a special occasion and actually using them, you know, like... I'm just saying that that whole idea of sharing from abundance, that your abundance not be wasted, that's the concept. That, I think, is what's happening in this conversation. Like, let's read about temperance, because I don't know about you, but temperance is one of those things that comes and winks at me every once in a while. I go, I know, I know, but like now I feel like maybe I don't know, really. So we have the empress, the emperor, and temperance in between. And who is our guardian above? Well, the 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 issue at hand, the so issue speak, at hand. is this one of preserving the harvest. Preserve the you harvest. know, of like of sharing, <laughs> so, sharing well, from abundance. So this is the season that you would be canning, right? If if mm. you were a person who would pick, well, sure. If you had picked the loquat, they would they would have been canned a, a two weeks ago. Uh. Oh no, that would have been five weeks ago. No, Sorry, I'm, I'm no, right I mean, now. I guess it just really depends on where you live and what you're preserving. I yeah. mean, any any season, it, you preserve when you harvest, right. and so it depends on what's in season and whether or not you're. And grieving. what you harvest. Yes, but that was the whole point of my of what came through in my message right. in the Chickasaw message was that if there's no salt to save the row. Throw the fish back so that it can grow into big fish and you can harvest them again. That's right. That's the whole point. So if you're if not you capacitated don't have a to take your abundance, if you if you don't have salt to to preserve the fish, don't pull it into the boat. If you don't right. have time to smoke the carcass of the deer, don't shoot it. Yeah, don't let it go to waste. Let someone else go for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
If you can't eat the whole mango, don't slice it open. Oh, and you did slice it open. We're eating it. No, I know. I'm just God, That's like... why I didn't open it before because I couldn't eat it myself. Now that right. with three of us, we can all... that. That's a huge mango. It's actually. like silk. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really good and ripe. We're both having Great. mango love over here. Yeah. Mango love. It sounds... Speaking okay, there I went. Sorry. So <laughs> temperance is about healing and renewal. Yeah. And it's funny because I keep thinking about... Um, the crane energy, which, you know, heron is a type of a crane energy. I saw some flying um, over me this morning. Yeah. God. So, um, it's again, that whole like water guardian, water relationship, being proximate to the water, being a steward of the water. It's something that like, yeah. I'm understanding more and more how much that is a Muscogean trait. And I, I didn't really, realize that. Yeah, the Mississippian culture was well, very yeah, that much would be daft of me tied. Not to realize that tied in well, just like your your Rhode Island clam digging or whatever, right? You know, quahogs, quahogs. Okay, so the great blue heron remains calm and peaceful as she blends the opposing elements of fire and water. The Temperance card asks you to be a moderator, much like the heron. Focus on cooperation and compromise. If you've been excessive with one aspect of your life, practice self-restraint and moderation now. You'll find a new sense of healing and balance from bringing a little harmony back into your life. Yeah. So it is exactly Virgo. The start oh. of Virgo. It's telling us to be Virgo in this Virgo season. Because oh, yeah. Virgo is queen of the harvest. Virgo... Yeah perfects the crop yeah. by removing the spoiled elements. Virgo is temperance. Look at the temperance card. Pour a little water here, pour a little water on the land. Yeah. So you've got double Virgo in that reading. I said it was Virgo squared. Okay. Well, here I am. Pete and repeat. Sat on a fence. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I'm your so echo the empress is about creation, nature, and the mother. The empress is the mother or the goddess of the tarot. Her energy encompasses all that is warm, fertile, creative, and sensual in the world. Her strength comes from being gentle and compassionate and loving without binding. When this card appears, it's either pointing to a maternal relationship in your life or the side of yourself that wants to love more. The empress also suggests it's time for you to reconnect with nature. Yes, because my thought was, once we get your coffee, mm -hmm. I'm going to pull those cards from that cool. Virgo perfection reading? reading. Well, I want to finish the interpretation and then expand oh, yeah. on it, because I figured that would be an easy way. Do you want a sippy cup, like with a lid straw situation, or sure. a regular handle mug type thing? Handle mug works, too. Well, which would you like? Because I have both. Handle mug. Handle mug. Look how cool this is. You know what? We need one of these with like a cell phone on it. I know, right? <laughs> with a sampler embroidery. Yeah, you should probably be doing subversive embroidery. Square words on it. So we can either do jellyfish, so jelly. Yes, yeah, so jelly. Or unicorn. Rainbow unicorn. Rainbow unicorn mug, of course, to get the Amy mug. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, Dollar Store. Thanks, Dollar Store. Thanks, Abundance. Yep. Thanks, maple syrup. Thanks, half and half. Thank you, syrup. Thank you, Hannah. 
Thank you, Coffee Beans. Thank you, Juan oh, Valdez. Thank thanks. you. Thank you, Goddamn Donkey. <laughs> thanks, Iodine with Kelp. Because it's, hey, you know, it's a hey. very solar sort of a day, don't you think? Oh, you're recording. Yeah, I did. Hi. I told you that. Didn't you hear me say that? No. I literally said, so what I was thinking is I would pull yeah. a bunch of cards and I we would expand on, on the now. reading. Oh, well, yes. It's, congratulations. This is say relax, it's only TV. Where'd you get that button? I've had that since the 1900s. Bookies. I got that when I was in. I did. I got it when I was... Um, yeah. Buffy eyes? No, I think I got it actually when I was in college, like as a joke, Right. like back when I was doing theater. Yeah. I used to wear both of those buttons on my purse I like because that. I had that button and I had one that said, theater is life, film is art, television is furniture. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, theater burns are good fun. It's very hot. Careful. Yeah. Did I send you in your in your messages, or did I send you the picture when we laid the cards out on that um, chartreuse cloth? Let me get my phone. Because then we'll know for sure. I think I remember the four cards, but I want to be absolutely certain, you know, because that would be funny to have a mistake, but I don't really want to have that kind of a joke in the universe right now. Certainly, certain, certain, certain. I would rather take a moment and know for sure. Certainly, we should be. Father of Wands, that was one of them. No, that wasn't. That was the other reading. See, I'm already confusing different readings. Photos. That was different. I'm going to just do this for a second. Because we are going to pull, I think, one more. Hard to I forgot your special lock at home. That's all right. You can give me it later. Right by my purse by the door. This card has been presenting itself a lot today, so maybe you are coming back up. Okay, fine. But in the meantime... Okay, so it wasn't in text message. Oh, John texted me back. It was the Empress and the Emperor, I remember, were there. And the... I don't think it was Three of Cups. What was it? It was the Empress, the Emperor... And one other Ranger Arcana. And then doing Cashew Cheese. Okay, so I've got to get the back on point Empress. for Hannah. Where's the picture? Where would you have sent it? It would, it would have been Instagram if I maybe message? Instagram messengered, okay. mess, fucking that word, you know what I'm trying to say? Ooh, Temperance, was that it? You sent it. The crane. I got it. I you got it? it? Yeah. Okay, tell me. Is it Emperor, Empress, Six of Pentacles, right? Yes. And is it temperance on the bottom? I didn't yes. see. Is it? So it's right? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. Really? I got it. I, I figured so. it out. Because I remembered it. I remember telling my friends it was emperor, empress, temperance, and Yeah, because I remember it kind of rhymed. Temperance, emperor, empress. It was like, yep. I kept saying emperance, like, instead of empress, I kept saying emperance. See? Yeah, temperance is the, is, is the bird. Yeah, like the crane with the dripping. Because remember I had sketched the dripping Blood. from the machete moon, yes. stabbing the, the moon. Like, and there was the drip. And there was the, the drips bird. off of the bird, which yeah. looked the same as the, the bird. Yes. Okay, that's it. So those four cards, and then we're also adding Are we in have justice. To sing it now? The bird, bird, bird. Bird, bird, bird is, is the word. word. Well, yeah, bird is always the word. But um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is this um, justice vision was here earlier, so it popped out. So that's the new card that we're adding in. Alrighty, room. So let's put this conversation out. Do you want me to record too, just in case?
<laughs> whatever you feel led to do, I am super down for at this point. Because... It was weird that it turned on. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm really learning to respect the on- and honor the purpose of airplane mode, you know? Like, can't is better than won't, you know? Do is better than don't. Okay, so I think we had like the forces at play and then like the issue at hand or whatever. Wasn't mm-hmm. that the original? That was yes. like the reading that we had chosen. But now we've got a fifth card, and so we're going to have to have a new, fresh conversation. This is a remix to the reading. A reading remix. I like that. All right. Hashtag Virgo perfection. But you know what? We can still have a remix, even though it was already You can perfect. reimagine anything. The freedom spread, that's also four cards. The wild unknown spread is six. Back when I was reading... Mm-hmm. At the bookstore, um, I would have had this be the present, mm-hmm. and then do like a well. Clock, that is the present, present moment, mm-hmm. and this, this would be. How did I phrase it? No, the center would be the question at hand, then mm-hmm. like a clock, it would be past, present. Future qualifier. That's how it would have been. I don't know. It's up to you. You throw. Past, present, future qualifier, and what now? Question. A representation of the question you asked. Or what is being talked about. So if, if the topic is justice in the middle, then the past, present, future, qualifier would be temperance that would be how it would be delivered currently well to me this definitely indicates present energy because it is the energy that we're adding into the reading today right so i feel like that framework feels fine Um, you may find something this is so the question is what abundance and material building relationships right six of pentacles what is six of pentacles about again let's see Six of Pentacles. Looks like roses, rosebuds. Yeah. They look like little rosebuds or berries on a vine. Yeah. Like little raspberries or something. Six of Pentacles, Hanali Lokfi. We're filled with potential, flexibility, and healing energy. Charity, generosity, sharing abundance, success, prosperity, fertility, growth, recovery. Double yoked eggs and unexpected return on investments. Dude, this was the energy of the day. That was why it was a trip because that was the card that I did in my journal. Oh, wow. It was the one with the garfish, with the fish, yeah, yeah. with a bunch of other fresh fish in its belly. Oh, my God. It's a uh, unexpected return on investment. It's about compassion and gleaning. Um, it's about valorized waste streams. Um, sharing from abundance, lest the harvest be spoilt for all. Roe coated thick on a sturgeon's belly. Throw it back if you don't have salt to save the eggs. Let them swim free. So basically, Virgo imperfection 
is about that harvest and seeing what's available and knowing what's worth saving, what must be saved, what must be discarded. And deal with know. the after effects, right? Yeah, and that's, I mean, this is Virgo right now, so it makes sense that... Virgo likes structure. Yeah, so yeah. Virgo... It's like your personal organizer coming in. Well, and the balance between the emperor and the empress mm-hmm. and the empress is really cool, I think. It's cool. It's like where the wheels hit the road. Yeah. Where's my other book? Here it is. Justice. I want to look that one up. Well, let's start with the past, the emperor. And again, I want to just say, like, major arcana showing up again, like, I don't even want to talk about it. I get so tired of mentioning it because I say it all the time and it just still keeps happening. <laughs> I keep thinking, it'll just change. It'll stop happening. Maybe if I talk about it, it'll stop happening. No. It just keeps, keeps happening. happening. Keeps happening. So, the justice card is the eight. Well, it says eight, but I think it would actually be the ninth card because they count the fool as zero. Decisions and karma. With tails entwined, two cats look directly at you. One black, one white, waiting for you to choose between them. Which is right and which is wrong. The justice card implies a weight or heaviness surrounding a choice you have to make. Now it is not the time to shun the concept of divine balance or karma. All of your choices affect your life and sometimes lives, lives around you both now and in the future. Dude, we were just talking about like quantum entanglement and whether or not And I just we can shared with you how making choices internally yeah. healed me. Shifts your external experience big yeah. time. An internal choice shifts your external experience. Absolutes. So that's interesting. That's present. That's where we are now. So past is the emperor. The emperor is a tree. Protection, stability, the father. It almost looks like an eclipse. Yeah, it does. It looks you like know, a black like a, sun. Like a lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. The emperor is the father. He's the tarot's perfect counterpart to the empress. He represents the side of you that's protective, decisive, and truly stable. Decisive decisions. Mm-hmm. He brings clarity of mind, and this in turn leads to actions or decisions. Sometimes this card is literal and points to a paternal relationship in your life. At other times, it suggests reconnecting with a part of you that stands strong and tall and knows just what to do. With help from the sun, the emperor can see for miles and miles. So the empress is just before the emperor. It's another kind of a tree, equally strong and proud and tall, just shaped slightly differently. Mm-hmm. And it's got a crescent moon in the Looks like an aspen. Sure. One was a, the male was the pine and the woman was aspen. Yeah, it looks like almost like a redwood or something or sequoia. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a very great tree. huge conifer of some kind Uh, so the empress is about creation nature and the mother the empress is the mother or the goddess of the tarot her energy encompasses all that is warm fertile creative and sensual in the world her strength comes from being gentle and compassionate and loving without binding when this card appears it's either pointing to a maternal relationship in your life or the side of yourself that wants to love more the empress also suggests it's time for you to reconnect with nature go outside tonight and find the moon I'll tell you, I'll make an adjustment. It's probably not tonight. If you're listening to this in the next couple of days, it's probably more in the midday or the maybe early morning because the moon is waning and it's going to be uh, 
rising with the early hours of the morning soon, so you won't see the moon at night. Yeah, soon. the moon and the sun are pretty close in the sky lately. Yeah. So, look for the moon wherever you are. It may be in the day or the night, but look for the moon. Commune with the moon energy, the bounce light. All right, so the question... So the subject matter, the energy is really our material harvest, our relationships, our abundance. And the justice of it. Um, no, the temperance of it, the healing of it. So let's see, the six of pentacles, prosperity, growth, generosity, indicates your long-awaited fruits are ready for harvesting, bringing more wealth than anticipated. Make sure you're generous during this bountiful time. This card can also signify generosity coming from someone else. If this is the case, accept the help with grace and put the resources to good use. So we're just to be attending to our harvest right now. That's totally mm -hmm. like appropriate for Virgo. The healing and renewal that is your harvest right now. The great blue heron remains calm and peaceful as she blends the opposing elements of fire and water. The temperance card asks you to be a moderator, much like the heron. Focus on cooperation and compromise. If you've been excessive with one aspect of your life, practice self-restraint and moderation now. You'll find a new sense of healing and balance from bringing a little harmony back into your life. That's so yeah, beautiful. it's perfect. I mean, there if you couldn't improve on perfection, Virgo perfection somehow found a way to by bringing into the present moment that balance of justice. Thank you. That perfection of judgment, of Libra season. I mean, really, because Virgo in their fullness brings about Libra season. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't have all the details if not for Virgo. Right. Virgo really is, is a master at inventory. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, look out of both eyes, but step on one path. Um, balance is key. Bring the masculine and the feminine together, fire and water together, mental and emotional together. Heart space, we were talking about that. Telepathy. Following the heart yeah. path. Following your heart path resonance, that's really where you get out of the chaos of the battle of choosing between your fear and your reason, between your anxiety and your hope. That's really where you get it, in your heart path. So step into your heart path, follow your breath, and that, I think, is a pretty amazing uh, way to guide us through this Virgo season. I feel good about it. Listen to your heart. Yeah, that, um, that cute little blonde buffalo really uh, brought some nice energy into our reading. Normally we have like 12 or tw 10, 12, 13 cards in a reading. Five today. She, she just went, four's good. And we went, oh, please, can we have one more? Please, I was just like, one more. Where's the blonde buffalo? I forgot. You forgot. Uh, I brought the blonde You brought the blonde buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> you brought Hi, Jackie. buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, buffalo. We love you, buffalo. Yeah. I was expecting it to be a card. I forgot. Blonde buffalo is person. No, I feel like that was... I love my blonde buffalo. That was it. That was that was the reading. I really feel like... Look, 22. Look, see? 2022. Did you see that? Do, 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 do. Right, the thing... My phone says 1122. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. <laughs> awesome sauce. So... All right, signing off. Yeah, I think that that's it. We're good to go. So this is going to go on to the crossover episodes cool. with... Uh, Honestly, Juliet and Roadside, Roadside Shaman. Shaman.
another uh and buffalo yes and buffalo a little peek through the temple veil on open lines radio yes give us a little rattles little beach rattle little rattles okay blessings upon your countenance and on your path and we say chiholali which means i love you like you love me chiholali 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 Oh, like four three two, like one four three. Later, Gator.